Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. We are broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is new to Missoula and Montana, located here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also find them online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Ton to get to in the show today. If you haven't heard, biggest football game in the United States of America at the FCS level is in Cheney, Washington tomorrow, and it involves the fourth-ranked Montana Grizzlies playing at the number 6 Eastern Washington Eagles we're on our way over there tomorrow morning, so we'll get you all prepped up for that. We also got a lot of NFL and high school football to talk about. Also going to talk about Ben Simmons acting a fool to the point where he lost $8.25 million. More on that uh, pretty soon. But this dude, my goodness, that's a reality check if you ever had one before. Also, like we do most Fridays, we have our mattress firm student of the week. Allie Cottle will join us. She's a senior at Missoula Hellgate. Very impressive young lady. I talked to her earlier this week. She was not able to join us live because this young lady, she is involved in everything, I think. She's in National Honor Society. She's in Key Club. Uh, she volunteers down at the Pavarello Center. She's the manager for uh, the Hellgate Girls Soccer Program. And she works at The Lance, the Hellgate student newspaper, a aspiring journalist. So I, I had a lot of fun catching up with Allie, so we'll hear from her a little later on. Also, because it's Friday, got the Garden City Spotlight. All three Class AA coaches from around the Missoula area uh, will stop by. Dane Oliver from Missoula Sentinel. His team plays at Kalispell Flathead tonight. And then a crosstown matchup between Big Sky and Hellgate. Matt Johnson from the Eagles. Vic Morris from the Knights. 
will join us as well. Ran into Coach Morris today, and uh, he says he's feeling good. It says says he's excited for it. You know, I mean, you do the best you can at the high school level, and uh, it's it's crosstown is always fun. I think these guys, these coaches now that are at all three high schools, are trying to make it as much about fun as possible. So, you know, I was asking him, you feel any pressure? He's like, man, you know, I'm just trying to have a good time. So. Good attitude, so we'll get you into that with all of those coaches, and then we'll continue to talk all the way around the world of football, bringing you into your weekend. Speaking of the weekend, it's a Friday. That means we're getting caffeinated around here. What up? My boy Rajim's got a little uh, hot Americano. I got my iced Americano. Andrew in the back, he's sipping on some lemon mint tea. He says it's delicious. No matter where you're at in Missoula or around the state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company near you. Swing on by. It's a Friday night. You can stay up late. So get you, go get yourself some Floco tonight. What's up, dude? Uh, you, you're having a good day, right? I mean, you got you got yourself a little promotion at work. Things are going well. Good good Friday. Got some got some love, man. Got got the kids this weekend. Won my game yesterday. Knocked out a training the last two weeks. Had a good gathering last night. I can't brag and I won't complain, so I'll just keep it moderate. The weather's beautiful. It's the first day of October. Life is good, man. Life is good. Life is good. You won a game, so you're talking your freshman team. Oh, you know it, man. Let's we'll put, go. Put it put it to Flathead. Ooh. So we're doing out of Missoula freshmen. I'm out of the loop when it comes to freshman football. So you play teams that aren't just in Missoula now, huh? So we basically mirror the same exact schedule that, really? uh, that our varsity and JV program have hmm. unless they don't have a program and then we'll play someone like in state we'll play a Great Falls team or we'll play someone uh, outside of the our usual scope but yeah we usually play the same program uh, two days before and uh, we like it that way because we expect nothing but excellence on all three levels and it's, all, and it's also usually a precursor to what uh, the games are like so when they're tight on the freshman level it's the same thing all the way up because sure. there's a mirror of both programs out there on the field and t- um, if last night was a foreshadow of things to come man Flathead, Flathead's uh, Flathead's gonna be loving their hot tubs later on tonight hey we'll get into more of that uh, Sentinel Flathead matchup a little later on in the show also take you around the state of Montana get y'all prepped up for what's going on in high school football uh, all around the Treasure State tonight and also talk probably a little NFL as well, but of course the main focus will be the Big Sky Conference. It will be the teams in the state of Montana, and most primarily it will be Montana at Eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. That's the showcase. National TV tomorrow night, 8.30 Montana time, ESPN2. So let's we'll start there because we actually have a lot of fun stuff to get into today. But uh, more than just your analysis on the game or even your take on the matchup, what do you think of just the element of it being on ESPN2? Because this is a huge opportunity for exposure for both of these, not just football teams, but athletic departments and universities. I think it's amazing. I think it's it's a testament to what uh, the Big Sky has done uh, in the last 10 years in particular. I think it's a, it's a great uh, testament to what both of these universities and their surrounding communities have done. Uh, sometimes when I look at advertisements for, for the University of Montana and or MSU, it's uh, I feel kind of out of place. It's like, we look good. Uh, and yeah, as yeah. a program, and and uh, for a mid-major in some sports, and then a major on the you know, I still love saying one double A uh, on that level. Um, it's it. Let's go, like let's go. It looks good. It feels good. Um, the exposure in and of itself means we're doing something right on a lot of different levels. So that's 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 where I will go to enrollment up at the University of Montana for the first time since two thousand nine. What's up? I don't know if it's a coincidence or not that the, the football team's rolling along like it's uh, like it's 2009. 
Uh, but either way, that's a good thing uh, yes. at the University of Montana. Yes. Eastern Washington has also experienced its own fair share of struggles. So I uh, just when it comes to an institutional standpoint, so we'll see. But this is obviously and definitely a big opportunity for uh, both these universities as a whole. Before we get into more football, uh, I was curating a little playlist for us today and uh, just thinking about all the, the music that we like to share. And I started thinking about soul singers. You know what's up. Because you love you some soul. I and, love you uh, some soul. I started, I, I started off by texting you a question about some of my uh, <laughs> white, poppy, late 90s R&B I, affinities. I, I like my fair share. I was just ribbing you, man. I, I know you were. And it's oh, okay. okay. It's okay. Yeah, you have to go down a little bit of a guilty pleasure to admit as a Absolutely. man that you like Jagged Edge or 112. Are you, I mean, Boys to Men is kind of un, un, unquestionable. That, that's, that's a different category within that right. category. Right, like it's, it's even softer than those guys, but they're so harmonious and their voices are so good. It's like, well, you got to at least appreciate it, right? Yeah, that's just a different talent pool. So then I was thinking, okay, so what is the difference, though, between uh, what I call that kind of music I can't even say on the radio, but what is the difference between like my, <laughs> my soft late 90s R&B and some of the other stuff that we frequently play on this show and... I was thinking about it's the element of soul. It's the element of yes. the actual soul yes. within. So we were, we were getting warmed up. We were dancing. You might have actually seen us on the camera because we were. I looking. forgot the camera was on. <laughs> I love that. We were listening to a little young Mike Jackson getting getting oh, uh, you know ready for the show. But uh, that then got me to this entry point. Who are the greatest soul singers of all time? Because I do think that there's a ton, and a lot of times they don't get mentioned when you talk about the the awesome history of rock and roll. You know, I I think that it's it's. It, I love that you bring this up because you can always parallel it to sports. You got to break that down by 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 genre and decade, man, because you can't bring up someone like Otis Redding, and love then Otis. and I love Otis, yeah. love me some Otis, but then there's cats like Bruno Mars, right? Where that's that's a soulful brother right there. So I think if we if we ever went down this you know rabbit hole, you'd have to break it down. But for me, Al Green, Otis Redding. MJ. Ooh, Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. son, come course, on now. Course, if, you, if you leave that man's name off the list, me and you got to sit down and break some bread and have a conversation. Well, it's, it's just funny because he got, he, he made his brand of music so popular that it was deemed as pop music. And then he was deemed the king of pop. Michael Jackson is not pop music. Michael Jackson is full R&B soul music. Go back and like, go back and listen to this song, Maria. Man, we were just Son, listening to it. This is what we were grooving to. feeling it. When you feel it, and it's not just sitting there bobbing your head. I mean, soul music, is it's, it's soul for a reason, because you feel it, you hear it, it reverberates. So, yeah, that's that, those are some of mine. But my favorite, and one of the most underrated, and we've had this conversation, Gladys Knight, man. Gladys Knight's... That is Gladys Knight. Like, and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, you got to think about the time in which Gladys was out. Right. Strong sister. Yep, but at a time when men were headlining, totally right, or 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 the women were in groups, or Even, or the or the women were headlining their backups. Sure, you know you, you, the best, you know Diana Ross and sure. so forth. But Gladys at that time was the only one headlining Gladys Knight and the Pips. That's right. Come on now, son, that's powerful. Yeah, it is powerful. Let's go. Gotta love it. Love me some Gladys. I was thinking of uh, a couple other good ones. My nephew, who is only five, but he is so good when it comes to analyzing both sports and pop culture. Mm -hmm. But he was—he's uh, gotten really into Usher. And so, oh, come on! He asked his mother, my sister-in-law. He says, 
Mama, who, who's the greatest dancer of all time? Because I think it's Usher. So then we were oh. teaching about Michael Jackson. But then I also was thinking of the hardest working man in show business, which I don't know why he doesn't get more love, man. James Brown has got to be one of the greatest dancers of all time. James and one of the great soul singers. Absolutely. And I mean, if you want to go dancers, I mean, Fred Astaire, man. Like, Ooh, that's a good one. Fred, is, Fred Astaire floated. You know what I'm saying? You got to give the old walking woodpecker some love. Where you at with Smokey Robinson? Oh God, come on now, man. We don't. We we got to get into sports. <laughs> like like transit segue out of this, man. Because that hi Alice, I'm I'm the mushroom on a caterpillar. We can go down that hole. But people want to hear about sports. Let's go. Soul music upcoming Soul. here on Nuanas now. It is your one stop shop for all things music commentary and also. Some sports from time to time as well. <laughs> Hope you're doing well out there. Rajim Seabrook in studio hey. with me, Coulter Nuanas, hanging out here on a Friday. You are around the Sentinel Spartans a bunch. We're going to get into the high school yes, uh, analysis a little bit more, but what was the vibe at Sentinel practice this week? Because Sentinel's got it rolling, 14 wins in a row. Uh, the Of the four wins this season, three are against uh, top five teams, including last week on the road, a dominant 27-6 to victory over Helena High. No complacency sneaking in for these Spartans yet, right? What, what what's complacency, man? That's right. That's not even in the vocab. We, you know, I'm about to give you a diagram of my diaphragm to tell you what the dialect is coming from as far as Spartan football. I love it. You like that? Let's go. Uh, we will get into all the matchups from around the state uh, in hour number two. Particularly, we will hear uh, from Central Head Coach Dane Oliver. Uh, but now let's talk a little bit about. Last night's game as an entry point to an NFL conversation. The Cincinnati Bengals win on a last-second field goal. Uh, this is just me right off the top of my head, but I am fairly certain that every single primetime game for the NFL between Thursday night football, Sunday night football, and Monday night football has come down to the last possession and or gone to overtime, except for the Carolina Panthers game the other week against the Houston Texans when Christian McCaffrey got hurt. Other than that, mm-hmm. I mean... The Ravens going down the wire in Vegas with the Raiders. Then the next week on Sunday Night Football with the Chiefs. And Aaron Rodgers with his big comeback the other uh, on Sunday Night Football against the 49ers. That was I mean, a we, great game. We've had so many epic games. The NFL just has to be loving this. Well, it's because there's parity. Like, just straight parity across the board. Right. I mean... And also interest because, like last night, the Bengals are actually better than we think. Yes. The Jags are bad. Horrible. But the Jags were in the control of that game for the first three quarters. Competitive. But more than anything, it's going to draw in eyes because Mm. you got the last two number one overall picks. Oh, man. Like, I've watched the Jags three times this year, not because I think they're good. They're not. They suck. But I want to see what Trevor Lawrence is all about. Exactly. It's it's just, it's it's excitement. It's, you know, one of the most heralded uh, college QBs. You want to see where he's at on the next level. This year, more so than any other year, the just I'm gonna overuse the word on this segment, folks. It's just the parody. Like there's no clear, concise this team's gonna win it all. Like the early favorites, Kansas City, not looking so good. Tampa Bay got exposed. Old Tom Brady talking about talking to he wants to play that he's fifty. He looked like he was fifty playing last uh playing last week. So you have these these games that it's coming down. There's no blowouts anymore. And I like it. I like the parity of the league. It shows good management. It shows good athletes. It shows good drafting and organization uh, from the players up to the owners. What it also just shows that the salary cap is working because that's the whole reason you have a salary cap. Great point. To, to have it across the board. Um, 
I'm so interested to see the way the, the league transitions because so many of these young, dynamic quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes already set the bar, <laughs> but when he gets he got paid, and now everybody's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as one guy who gets paid, who's not that good, gets paid first, like let's say, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um Let's say any so, somebody uh, that's uh, been in the league for five years or less gets paid before Joe Burrow gets paid. Well, now Joe Burrow is going to reset the market at such a high level, and this is going to skew the salary cap because then all of a sudden every team in the league basically is going to have to have a quarterback that they're paying $40 million, and it's going it's to restructure the way that everybody else gets paid because the quarterback has always taken up a high majority. But when the, that majority is doubling, then – Everybody else is getting paid less unless the salary cap expands, but it's just going to make everybody's roster in flux. There's two other times in the history of sports where I've seen this happen where like the it, it sets the barometer and changes the game and management. I call it the A-Rod proxy. Yep. After that ridiculous contract. Right. And then Michael Jordan. Totally. Where it just all of a sudden it transcends the financial ethics and morals of the game and it just goes out the window. And you're right. If some mediocre, we'll say Daniel Jones, right? Some mediocre guy gets paid and Kyler Murray's up next. Right. It's ridiculous. And then we'll have more to talk about because it's like, how is this guy getting paid and all that kind of stuff. But it's an interesting situation that the NFL is going to find themselves in. And because the NFL is the biggest copycat in sports, it'd be interesting how it transcends all the, uh, the other major three. That's true as well. Uh, what do you think of? Uh, first of all, have you read the Jordan Rules by Sam Smith from back in the day? Man, it's been a minute. So I re- yes. I reread it. This is probably two years ago, but uh, it was right before actually the Last Dance had come out. So it's very interesting perspective getting because the, if, for those who haven't read the Jordan Rules, the Jordan Rules Ridiculous. is a book that was written right after the first Chicago Bulls championship season when the Bulls were pursuing their second championship season. And retrospectively, it's so easy to remember all the romanticism of Michael Jordan, whether it's the game-winning shots or the flu game or going 6-0 in the NBA Finals or the MVPs, the dunk contests, yada, 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 yada. It's easy to forget the unrest within the Bulls organization oh boy. within the first part of that championship run. The last dance in that whole second chapter after Jordan had retired, that was a totally different dynamic mm-hmm. because Jordan had stepped away and came back you're referring to the contract when he was making $33 million a year, which was unprecedented at the time. Right. And it's easy to forget that during that beginning part of the 1990s, first of all, there was a narrative around the league that Michael Jordan was a selfish player that could never win anything. Mm-hmm. He was only a scoring champion. Yep. He's never going to win a title. He can't get past the Celtics. He can't Isn't get a leader. past the Pistons. He can't get past the Lakers. Then there was the the controversy of Doug Collins being forced out and then bringing in this unproven guy that nobody had ever heard of named Phil Jackson, some backup four for the New York Knicks back in the 70s. Oh, 44. And uh, so there was a lot that that was way more controversial then than we don't remember any controversy around Phil Jackson. All we remember is what? 10 rings? 12 rings? So. Lord uh, of the rings. Right, exactly. But that was not, that was still uh, lukewarm at best. Right. Scottie Pippen and his massive disagreement with the Bulls front office. The whole odd contract that Pippen had. Scottie Pippen's making like $500,000 a year. He's an all-star. Hall of Famer. 
Michael Jordan at this moment has already won, I believe, three, maybe even four MVPs. He's getting paid $2.8 million because Jerry Krause and Jerry Reinsdorf are so cheap. Cheap. Well, chintzy. People, people don't even remember this. They did chronicle this part in the last dance about how those dudes basically walked away because they were like, dude, get me away from this cheap front office. But it was not all sunshine and rainbows. The Bulls were in uh, a state of chaos. They just also happened to be... Uh, they also happen to have the greatest player, the greatest competitor of all time on their team. But oh. there's also the different things that happened as well. Like when people talk about uh, this last playoff run for the Bucks being skewed because everybody was hurt. Well, how much luckier can you get if you're Michael Jordan than Isaiah Thomas getting 15 stitches above the eye because of Carl Malone following him in the middle of the lane and Magic Johnson getting diagnosed with HIV and Larry Bird blowing out his back while he's redoing his driveway over the summer. I mean, you talk about confluence of events. I'm not saying Michael Jordan would have overtaken those guys, but all of those things went in Michael Jordan's favor. It's just interesting retrospectively looking back on it because you ref- you reference Michael Jordan's contract, but there's a lot that went into when he retired. Absolutely. His, his father's death, but also the unrest within that organization, the fact that he was completely underpaid. There could or could not have been some gambling stuff that was involved. I don't know. It's just very fascinating to think about retrospectively. Yeah, it's interesting because now the the with the last dance, it puts a different spin and a light, uh, a shining on it in a much different, much, much no, different way. No question. I mean, everybody that called that a documentary, I contested them by just simply saying, that's a film, but that's not a documentary because Agreed. Michael Jordan was the one that was dictating all of the information that was released. Yeah, I, I agree. It was a it was a video narrative, if, if you exactly. will. So. Um, it'll be interesting because anything that comes along these lines, there will be so, there'll, there'll be another book, there'll be another series to kind of contradict, enhance, or take away from it. So we'll see. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, one hundred two point nine FM around Western Montana. Maybe you're watching in SWX Montana Television. Rajim Seabrook, hey, in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. Uh, regardless, we, we sort of got sidetracked there, but last night's game, a good one. The Bengals win on primetime TV. Thursday night wins, even if they're over the Jacksonville Jaguars, are ones that you'll definitely savor. But Cincinnati now, 3-1. and one, For real. With wins over the Minnesota Vikings and Pittsburgh Steelers, which both those teams might actually not be good, but were expected to be at least pretty good coming into this year. So where are we at with the Bengals? I'm on, I'm on board. They have I'm, nice pieces on offense, man. They really do, and they... It's weird because when you look at the departure of some of the pieces over the last two to three years, like the year last year and then the year prior to Burrow being drafted, you thought that on paper that they would have been competitive. They're beyond that. Like what they've done is they put a really good young core uh, of players together at a very inexpensive rate. Like there's a lot of good fifth year options on this team. And the way it feels, I'll be honest, we talked about this last week. It the Bengals feel like the collegiate team of the NFL right now, where like everyone's all in. Like sure. it just, it, it, they, they kind of feel like the Grizzlies, so to say, where everyone's bought into each other. They're bought into themselves. They're bought into Cincinnati. They're bought into the system, and it's on full display in every game. Like they just have a different feel about them. The Natty might be back. Joe Burrow is exceptionally talented. He's a great athlete. He has phenomenal arm talent. He's got a quick release. He's got a almost peerless pocket awareness. He's got a phenomenal brain. You're right. He's got great football IQ. He can diagnose things quickly. But his number one greatest trait 
is his confidence, his swagger. Swag, baby. He truly thinks he's the best quarterback in the league. You could tell straight off the gate. That's what happens when you go throw 60 touchdowns and win the Heisman your senior year, the greatest college football season in the, in the history, history of college football. But when he got hurt, my number one worry was, is that going to kill his confidence? Because that is his number one attribute. Well, he's now he's back. Dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'll tell you before the show. Who are you taking in the NFL as a quarterback over Joe Burrow right now, all things considered? I mean, he is truly, to me, like a top five or six asset when it comes to quarterbacks. Over Joe Burrow? I'll Man. take Mahomes. You take Mahomes, no I'll doubt. I'll take Mahomes. No I'll, doubt. I'll take Lamar. Okay. 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 Lamar's got to win a playoff game. I know Joe Burrow's got to get to the playoffs, but like I think that the, the possibility of Joe Burrow's upside, Lamar's humming along at his... Now I want I don't want to say his peak, but he's in his prime. Right. I, okay. So let's 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 break the semantics. I oh, love sure, him. Sure. If we break down that, we'll say out of the young guns because yeah. I, I want to put guys like Russ Wilson in that conversation sure. who's still just studly. But out of the young guns, no one else outside of Patrick Mahomes. Man, I, I agree. I think that the the three best assets at the quarterback position in the NFL right now are Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And Justin Herbert. What is up? That's another. Can and, we talk about that kid? And Joe, what is and up Joe with Burrow. him? Yeah, let's go. It's like I said with Sean Rainey on uh, Wednesday. If you were, if you were to meet the alien that's been observing the Earth for a couple of years, right, and you were to describe to him what football is and how quarterback should be played, and you you said you draw me the animation of what a perfect quarterback looks like, or you give me the description of what the perfect quarterback looks like. It looks exactly like Justin Herbert, man. He's so beautiful to watch. He does everything. Everything. I don't know. What, let's let's construct a quick quarterback. Let's start from the ground up. Whose feet do you want? Well, I mean, I'm just saying that Justin Herbert has everything, man. I think that like mm. he mm. he has more yeah. mobility than any guy his size. He's got such a perfect. Okay, release. okay, okay, okay. I'll he's, give you that. He's got such a perfect release. I mean, he's smooth. He's he's the same prototype as Josh Allen, but he's way smoother. Ways the trumpeter swan. That's what I want to call him, man. He, he doesn't have uh, nearly the combustibility potential that a Josh Allen has. I'll give you that. He's more steady. I mean, man, I just don't know, man. I think Herbert's about perfect. But who's got the best feet? That's interesting. If it depends on if you're talking about running or in the pocket. I think Drew Brees got the best feet in the pocket of anybody ever. Really? Like That's you. the firefoot? Really? Into his throws? I'm I'm gonna say best presence in the pocket of all time, John Elway. That's pretty good. I'm gonna say Elway, maybe Montana. Okay. Montana took a lot of hits. Those are those are both really good. Yeah, I'm gonna say like feet in the pocket, not yeah. athletic ability, okay. not best scrambler, yeah. but good feet in the pocket. Yeah. I'm gonna say those two, and I'll, I'll end it. Believe it or not, Randall Cunningham. Love Cunningham. There it is, in and outside the pocket. Woo! Sure. We're talking about running quarterbacks. Who you taking? I mean, it's between like three guys, right? It's between probably four guys. It's between Randall Cunningham, Mike Ma- Vick, Mike Vick, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. Sold. Right. Sold. Bye. Next, yeah, we're good. Yep, yep. Who's got oh, the Lamar Jack? Yeah, Lamar Jackson's. He's just and Steve Young. I'll throw Steve Young Ooh, in that Steve mix. Young is up there. Hero for sure. Oh, hero, hero. <laughs> uh, whose arm are you taking? Ooh, arm. Yeah, I'll take Marino. Ooh, Marino's good. <sighs> I got Favre. Oh, gee. Oh, I'm glad that there's a thing called FCC in place because I just bit my lip, my cheek, and the <laughs> tooth. Um, yeah. Just pure brute arm strength. Yeah, you, you, you got that. I, I'd also put Aaron Rodgers into that. Rodgers is there, and so is Mahomes, man. Yeah, just p- 
like brute. As far as velocity, Josh Allen's there, but he he's sort of in the same Brett Favre mold where he just howitzer, man, just yep. fire it. So so velocity. Believe it or yeah. not, I'm going to say Dan Marino, quickest like flick release ever. Yep, yep. And believe it or not, another high velocity guy, Boomer Esiason. Yeah, oh yeah. Like watch the spin on that ball, man. I'm going to I got to give it up to Booms. The Bengals got stuck in, in the <laughs> just the Marvin Lewis mediocrity for so long that people forgot that the Bengals were like one of the better teams in the NFL in the 1980s. Yeah. Like there's a reason Chris Collins was on Sunday night football. Yeah. Like Hello. they played in two Super Bowls, didn't they? Yeah. And Boomer was good. They lost to the Dish, had the unfortunate luck of playing the 49ers, right? Both times. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. See ya. More football conversation, including Grizz at Eastern Washington tomorrow. Let's go. This meandering and uh, ultimately entertaining segment brought to you by Nick Tabor and his partners at Westpac Wealth. If you want to make your world more tax efficient, give Nick a call. They also are experts when it comes to planning later in life or post-life they got whole life insurance, uh, term life insurance, whatever life insurance you might need. And uh, I promise you, it's something you're going to want to do. You want to invest in yourself, your family, and your future. So give Nick Tabor at Westback Wealth a call today. How mad would you be if one quarter of your yearly pay was not paid to you? Well, maybe you should show up for work. That's advice for Ben Simmons. <laughs> More on that right here on Nuanas Now, right after this. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Twins are out in front of the field at the Class AA State Golf Tournament, and Bozeman Gallatin is in contention for the team title. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Justice Verge, who has claimed two of the last three Class AA State titles, fired an opening round 71 at Cottonwood Hills in Bozeman on Thursday. His twin brother Jordan, who is searching for his first individual state title, shot a 71 as well as the Gallatin Raptors have an eight-stroke advantage in the race for the team trophy. Missoula Sentinel, the defending Class AA Boys State Champions, stepped a five-year winning streak for Bozeman High last fall. Billings West leads the girls' team race by a whopping 35 strokes. Bella Johnson shot a two-under 71 Thursday, 11 strokes better than the rest of the field. Missoula Loyola's Maggie Crippen set the all-class record in 2012 with a two-round stroke total of 143. Three years later, Billings West's Hayden Floor shot a 144 to break the state AA girls' mark. Another 71 from Johnson would break both of those records. Missoula Big Sky's Hayden Ellis sits in fifth place at one over in the boys' individual race, while Sentinel's Cade McDonough, the individual medalist as a freshman last year, sits in a four-way tie for seventh at three over. And finally, Crosstown football descends upon the Garden City tonight as Missoula Big Sky and Missoula Hellgate square off. The Knights are 2-2 two and two while Big Sky is 1-4. Sentinel takes a 14-game winning streak on the road to face winless Kalispell Flathead. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Back. Nuanas now. 102.9 ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Rajib Seabrook. Kicking it in studio with me. Harumph. Broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online. They have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. 
nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. The Philadelphia 76ers did not pay Ben Simmons the $8.25 million. Yes, that is 25% of his annual salary that he was owed on Friday and instead placed that money into an escrow account. Moving forward, the 76ers will deduct any fines that Simmons accrues as the season progresses. If or when Simmons shows up to work, he will be given the money that is remaining in it, sources told ESPN. The next line of demarcation in this saga comes Monday when the 76ers play their first preseason game. If Ben Simmons does not show for that, he will be fined $227,000. Unbelievable that this is happening. I th- I actually think it's, uh, I, you know, the, the low-hanging fruit and the funny thing to do here is to just say, what's up with you, Ben Simmons? Get your head out. And there's a lot of validity to that. Ben Simmons... Uh, he has a lot of growing up to do in a lot of different ways if he ever wants to be what people think he could become. But that whole window of what you could become, it's quickly closing on Ben Simmons because he's not a young guy anymore He's in terms of an NBA player. But this is just a circus to me all the way around. I don't think that Ben Simmons is budging. Therefore, I think that the 76ers are complicit in this as well. This marriage is over, man. They got to walk away. I don't know what side's going to do it, but somebody's got to walk away. It, you know, it's called pick and choose, and they're both picking and choosing to dig in heels and, and, and try to grind this out. It does nothing for both. What it does is the young man doesn't get paid, but it also puts a mar on the organization going forward for any free agents that could possibly want to go there or for free agents pending to be on the, on the team right now. So it's a, it, it's, a, it's a lose-lose for everyone involved thus far. You kind of could see this. I mean, not kind of. This has been brewing for a long time. It's been very clear that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can't play together. I think there's more made of the drama between the two of them personally than what it actually is. These dudes' styles just don't fit each other. It doesn't matter if they're the best friends in the whole world. Embiid needs the ball in the half court in the post to work. High post, low post, whatever. When he's working out of the high or the low post, he's going to get doubled. That means when Ben Simmons on the court... He's a liability because he can't shoot. Because he can't shoot. Embiid also, though, refuses to get into shape. True. He can't get up and down the floor in transition. Facts. That's what Ben Simmons is made for. <clears throat> ben Simmons is supposed to be this evolutionary, at least in terms of pushing the ball in transition, LeBron James. He's supposed to be this six foot ten point forward who can push the ball, fill the lane, or may have guys fill in the lane. He's supposed to be like a six foot ten. Leandro Ball, or, or excuse me, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo. He, he, he's supposed to be like that. He's supposed to be Jason Kidd, but five inches taller, you know? And he's never had that. So they don't compliment each other. So regardless of they get along or not, it's just not a good marriage. But they've already fired a coach. They've already brought in Doc Rivers. They've already paid these guys. They've done nothing. You knew there was smoke when there was fire. You knew there was fire because there was so much smoke when Jimmy Butler was there. Jimmy Butler's one of the most well-respected, hardest-working, best leaders in the league. He was in, he was out because he did not want to deal with this. They've enabled this kid. They have spoiled this kid. It's very clear. And he says, I'm not budging. And I don't think he's going to budge. Why would you? He's a clutch guy. He's got Rich Paul as his agent. He doesn't need, he already got all the money. I don't know why they don't just trade him. Drama. It sells. It sells That's tickets. True. It sells shirts. It sells jerseys. It sells potential trade scenarios. It sells moments. It sells advertisement. It all comes down to money, man. It also puts a shine. So, like the you know media works 
negatively to get positive shine. So anytime you put something out there, you're going to get shine back. So right now, Philadelphia's they have the dice in their hands and they 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 they're willing to roll cuz their pockets are deeper, their hands are bigger and Fitzsimmons uh I mean, Simmons rather, he's <sighs> Do you know what a fool's journey is? Explain it to me. When someone says, "I need to culture nuances, I need you to go on this journey." And I need you to get to the top of this mountain, right? But to get to this top of this mountain, I'm going to weigh you down with 10 times the amount of weight and reverse gravity so you can't get up there. And you know you can't get up there. There's just no way it's going to happen. And you, as I love you, as the fool says, I'll do it. Right. Right now, Simmons digging in his heels, being like, I'm not going to budge. Like, he's going to win the lottery on this. It's a fool's errand. You're not going to win. This is when Big Brother outranks your big ego. It's so interesting, though, because if he just doesn't show up, they're going to eventually have to trade him. But it hurts him. This hurts him. This hurts marketability. This 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 hurts team cohesiveness. Like, who, regardless of how talented he is, because he is a skilled guy, regardless of how poorly he shoots, he's in the league for a reason. Oh. He's let, nice. I mean, Ben but, Simmons cannot shoot. No, we know this. Ben, ben Simmons is... is, is Transition point guard abilities has not been accentuated nearly to the fact that they could be. But make no mistake, Ben Simmons is perhaps the best perimeter defender in the league, period. period. He is absolutely the best perimeter defender in the league. That's over six foot eight tall. And I would actually reckon that he is the best perimeter defender in the league over six foot nine in the history of the NBA. It's if you really think about it, there's no six ten guy that's ever been able to guard LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Never. Except for, except for maybe Durant, but Simmons is a significantly better defender than Durant. The only cop is really Durant and LeBron, but Simmons is bigger than In both of history, those guys. Huh? That's tough. I mean, Carl Malone's not guarding LeBron James on the perimeter. Like Rodman. Rodman? Maybe. Maybe. Rodman a little bit, but Simmons can truly, he has like, the way he yeah, moves okay. is actually as a perimeter defender. Rodman can get out on the perimeter and yeah. defend a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is like, I love me to worm. Sorry, I had why, to. That's why people, though, are are still going to bat for Ben Simmons because he still does have prodigious potential. He does, man. But I just tell you right now, he's a canker sore. I'm not even going to say a cancer. He is a canker sore. Yep. He's one of those things. You can't hide it. It's still oozing in your mouth, but you still got to treat it. You still got to talk. You still got to eat. You still got to swallow. Ben Simmons, the canker sore. <laughs> I'm trademarking it. I'm putting put on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Let's step away from this because uh, it's a little negative, and we're trying to have some fun on a Friday. Let's get as positive as possible. So I've been teasing this Let's for go. a couple months, and I've been uh, ruminating on it in my own mind, but we've been trying to figure out two things. What are the parameters, the details of our fall giveaway. Mm. And what are we going to give you? Well, we've been continuing to search for prizes and accumulate prizes. And now we have at least two and maybe as early as next week, maybe even three prizes. We'll have a grand prize and then two other prizes for lucky winners. But first, let's start with the details. This giveaway is going to last between today, October 1st, and Saturday, November 20th. What is that day? That's Judgment Day. That's the day that Montana State comes to Missoula to take on Montana, the first 
rivalry game in the Garden City since 2018 and perhaps the most anticipated rivalry game in a decade, in two decades, maybe ever. I'm not sure. Depends on how this, the scope of the seasons go between now and then. But giveaway starts today. We're giving it to you on Cackers Saturday, November 20th. What do you have to do to enter the giveaway? You have to. And I'm going to continue to tell you this every 15 minutes of this show until then. So listen (laughs) and just do it. I know you got your phone in your hand right now. You all do. Everybody does all the time. Here's what you got to do to enter this giveaway. You got to go make sure that you're following ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea on Instagram. You also got to make sure you're following Alpine Touch, ESPN Missoula, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea on Facebook. Do the same thing for Twitter. I understand some of you might not have all of these platforms. I almost guarantee you every single person listening to this got Instagram. Um, most of you got Facebook. If you don't have Twitter, maybe that's one where we give you some leeway. But you got to go follow those four places. Alpine Touch, ESPN Missoula, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea. You also must be subscribed to the Nuanez Now YouTube channel. And you also must be subscribed to the Nuanez Now podcast. If and when you've done all those things, you can text us at 406-888-1029 and say, I have all those things. Remember now, though, when it comes to Judgment Day, we're going to check. You're going to have to prove it to us. So even if you're lying, whatever, you want to enter your name between now and November 20th and you haven't actually followed all those things, well, just make sure you're not lying by the time November 20th rolls around because we're going to check. But that will get you entered when you text us, 888-1029, say, I followed all your accounts, I'm into the giveaway. Okay, that's the details. Social media, that's all you got to think. Find Alpine Touch, ESPN Missoula, Haymaker Beef, and Twisted Tea on social media. Follow us. We're going to make you prove it. Also, subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast. And uh, the uh, Nuanas Now YouTube channel as well. What are we going to give you? Well, Alpine Touch has been kind enough to set us up with a sick prize. We're giving you a tailgate Traeger smoker. One of the Traegers that go right on the back of your tailgate that you can use at any of your tailgating uh, for high school, college, whatever. You got barbecue in the backyard. Mm, mm, mm. We're also giving you a box of Haymaker beef from Conrad. Mm. They're giving you the Jimmy Jr. box. It's a $300 value. Mm. And we're also giving you an Alpine Touch Care package, which I'm not going to say it's a year supply because it's actually going to probably last you longer than a year. That's one of your prizes. That's your big boy prize. Mm. A tailgate trigger, a haymaker beef box from Conrad, Montana, and an Alpine Touch Care package. Mm. Well, what's the other uh, other prize? We also have a cooler, an otter box, and a grill, courtesy of Twisted Tea. So we're going to make sure that you got all of the deliciousness. Uh, within your life, all you have to do is follow us on all of the various social media platforms. This is already working because you guys are already texting me, and uh, that's pretty darn good. That's quick. That's quick. That is, that that's is quick. Pretty, that is pretty quick. But uh, one one loyal listener is saying uh, there's multiple Twisted T accounts. So uh, we're going to get you there with Twisted T. Well, I'll give you the specific account we need you to follow, but the other ones, those are obvious. Those are one of a kind, and those are the ones that uh, are here in the state of Montana, Alpine Touch, Montana Special Spice, and Haymaker Beef up in Conrad, Montana, as well as us, ESPN Missoula. Pretty dope prizes, huh? I think they're ridiculous. I think you forgot to read the uber fine print, you know, because, you know, with legalities, if you win such said prizes, 
You are not morally obligated, but if you want to be sociable, please invite me and Coulter over to entertain, you know, you know, to sample what's been made on that grill. I will show you all of the best ways to use the Alpine Touch. Oh, son, it's so good. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Got the pepper blend on your eggs in the morning, I'm telling you. Here's, here's what you do. You want to have a ranch-style breakfast? Yeah. Cook your bacon or your sausage okay. in the pan. Okay. Once it's done, take it out. Uh-huh. Wipe the pan, dab it a little bit, but but don't don't rinse it or clean it. Okay. Crack the eggs. Boom, boom, boom. Three eggs. Bam. Cook it in the bacon grease. Cook it in the sausage gristle. Little pepper blend on top. Flip it over. Give yourself a little over easy. Yum. Dude, lemon pepper. The, uh, mm. Dry rub it on some shrimp. Then broil your shrimp. Put it on top of a Caesar salad and have at it. Gotta love I'm, it. I'm telling you, son. So there it is. There's your follow giveaway. Appreciate all the interest, and you got a long time to do this. We're doing this for a full 50 days, so we need to jack up those social media accounts. I need all these Instagram followers. Alpine Touch, they're awesome. They're going to be giving you stuff away on Instagram all the time anyways, so make sure to go do it. Go follow all those things. Subscribe to Nuanas now on YouTube and podcast, and let's have some fun. An exceptional young lady is our mm. Mattress Firm Student of the Week this week, Allie Cottle from Missoula Hellgate. I don't have enough time to tell you all the stuff she's involved in. She'll tell you all the stuff she's involved in. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. ESPN Radio Missoula. You know it ain't no stopping all the dogs I'm dropping. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. I got skin to spin on the hand. So let the games begin. Yakety yak. Don't talk back over song. What up? Thank God it's Friday. An ultimate cult classic. I don't even know if it's a cult classic. It's like a it's like a street classic. It's like a what do you even call that? Like how would you define Friday? There's a few movies like that that are just like they're not even that good of movies, but they are because they're so simple. Th- that's a cult classic. I would say sure. Friday is definitely a cult yeah. classic. Like Almost so much as a cult classic, it's almost mainstream now. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Chris Tucker's coming out party. Ice Big Cube, time. Ice Cube, Ice Cube at the height of his powers. It's so funny, too, because Ice Cube sort of, uh, how do you say, domesticated himself. So people forget like how Ice Cube was. I mean, Ice Cube was on par with Dr. Dre. Oh, Ice Cube oh, yeah. was above Snoop Dogg and oh, yeah. Yella and Dub C oh, and all these absolutely. dudes in the early 1990s. And then when he started getting into films, then he was absolutely bigger than all those guys. And they started doing like family Disney movies and, hey, whatever, do what you got to do to get paid. Stay paid, keep the pockets fat, not flat. <laughs> but but he has so many good lines. But, uh, but I think that also made people forget, like the run that Ice Cube went on after NWA broke up, 
was better than any of those guys, man. Like those first couple albums. Yeah, like America's Pred- Most Wanted, Predator, uh, Death Certificate. Like yeah. these are hardcore albums, man. The Tales of the Streets and those albums are amazing. And then he branched off into like Gorillas at the Mist, which was like darker than Dark Ice Cube, like just straight like hip hop guerrilla warfare. It was dope, man. It was that, dope. That movie. And that soundtrack to that movie was one of, my, one of my early entry points to West Coast Gangster Rap. And uh, I'll always love that song. I always love him banging Ice-T Friday on a Friday. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I was about I to throw the stank Treading, I like Ice-T, too, but Ice Cube is, is one of my dudes, one of my top five MCs of all time. Welcome back into Nuanas now. 102.9 ESPN Radio as well as... SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Rajin Seabrook joining me hey. for hip-hop reviews and uh, sometimes a little sports as well. Well, happy now. For something we do once a week here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, in collaboration with both ABC Fox Montana and SWX Montana Television, it's our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Each week, we highlight an awesome high school student from around the state of Montana Sometimes involved in sports, sometimes not. Doesn't really matter. If they're an accomplished kid, make sure you go over and nominate them because at the end of the year, Mattress Firm gives away a year-end scholarship to the Mattress Firm Student of the Year. This week, welcome in a Hellgate High School student and a girl that's involved in a lot of different things. Allie Cottle joins us now. And Allie, congratulations on your award. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. We'll start with the sports element of this since this is a sports show. And it's my understanding you're the manager of the soccer team there at Hellgate. So tell us what sort of goes into that. What does a manager do and what sort of things do you need to take care of for uh, all your teammates and classmates? Yeah, I mean, I was nominated for this award by my soccer coach, Natalie Heller-Claridge. And um, I used to play on the soccer team. I played my freshman, sophomore, and junior years. And this year, I decided to take on a role as a manager. So I just, I like to say that I'm organizing, supporting, and stack keeping are kind of my three main responsibilities. I do a lot of just keeping the team together, showing up at practice, being there at games, and making sure everything runs smoothly. Do you miss playing at all? Um, I missed it a little bit. There were several reasons why I decided it wasn't the best fit for me this season, but I just, for me, soccer is all about being there with the team. I love these girls with everything in me, so that's my favorite part is that I still get to be out there on the field with them every day. Well, it's very cool that you found a way to still be a part of the team. It's very awesome, and I think that that's uh, certainly rewarding. Before we get to some of your volunteer work, I also uh, read that you want to become a journalist. So as somebody that has a journalism degree, somebody that worked in newspapers for a long time, I think that's great. But what, what sort of things about journalism do you like? Yeah, I love it. I love it because I love talking to people and meeting new people and hearing their stories. And then I think it's pretty cool that I get to hear their stories and share their stories. Um, I'm a senior right now, so I'm applying for colleges, and I'm definitely looking at majoring in journalism. Do you have any idea where you might want to go to school? Um, I don't know. I definitely do a lot of stuff at school and outside of school, so... Um, um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure where I'd like to go to school, but... Um, I have a lot of options on my list. I'm kind of looking at maybe heading out to the East Coast. Well, very cool. Journalism school is awesome. I know that there's sort of been this decline in kids wanting to go into journalism because it's not necessarily the best paying job in the world, but that's not necessarily the case. You can always get in and find a way to use your skills. If you have a skill like writing or a skill like journalism, I'm telling you, it's, it's a way to really accentuate your future. So good for you. Proud of you for that. 
Allie Connell joining us here on yeah. Nuana's Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio. She is our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Let's talk a little bit about your volunteering. I know you've been spending some time down at the Pavarello Center, so how did you get into that, and what sort of things do you do down there, and, and how rewarding is that for you? Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of different volunteer work. Most of the stuff I do is through two different organizations. So one of them is Key Club here at Hellgate High School, and then the other one is Montana Youth Action, which is a statewide youth-run nonprofit based in Helena, but we have a Missoula chapter. And so it's through them that I'm involved with the, pa- with the Pavarello Center. Um, the Missoula chapter of Montana Youth Action has organized several projects there. For example, um, last spring we did a mutual aid drive at their uh, winter shelter on Johnson Street, where we just set up a little booth and handed out supplies like socks and gloves and hand warmers and just things that people needed. It was cold. It was February. And it felt really good to give back to those people and just talk to them and hear their stories. Well, very cool. Awesome that you're involved in that. You're also in Key Club, right? Yeah, I am. So tell us a little bit about that. I, I remember Key Club back when I was in high school, but what sort of things does Key Club get you involved in? Yeah, Key Club's a tradition. It's been here at Hellgate. I think it's one of the oldest clubs that we have here. Um, I got involved my sophomore year, actually, because one of the captains of the soccer team at the time, one of my friends introduced me. She was part of the exec board. Um, And then this year, I'm also part of the executive board. And I just, I really love it. I love the opportunity to get connected to all these different organizations in the community and just help out wherever you're needed. You are very, very busy. This is impressive that you can manage all this, but how do you do it? I mean, how do you get everything all scheduled out every week? I have this massive paper planner that I write everything down, and it's filled to the brim. Um, Usually every hour of every day is booked out, but I really love it. Being busy, just it makes me feel good. I thrive under pressure, and I thrive under always having something to do. So I like being busy. I like organizing my time and planning it all out. Well, you are a ready-made journalist. That will suit you well in the uh, world of journalism. So congratulations on all your success, Allie. And uh, Allie Cottle, our Mattress Room Student of the Week, a senior at Hellgate High School. Thanks so much for joining us. This was a pleasure. Thank you. So there you go. Allie Cottle, Missoula Hellgate senior, our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. Each week we will highlight a student from around the state of Montana in association with ABC Fox Montana. And all of those weekly awardees will be entered for the Mattress Firm Student of the Year for a large scholarship at the end of this academic school year. Do you know a high schooler who excels in the classroom who exemplifies school and community spirit? Nominations for the Mattress Firm Student of the Year are now being accepted. A new student will be selected each week of the fall and spring semesters, and they'll get a chance to share their story right here on ESPN Radio, and also have a chance at a scholarship at the end of the year. Submit your Mattress Firm Student Athlete of the Week each week at mattressfirmmt.com backslash students. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you hot. I'll give you a clue. We're talking nothing but football. Nuanas now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.